Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Body Love Lab. Thank you for tuning in for this course that's designed to help us make friends with our bodies once and for all and to open the path for our physical selves to thrive in all ways. I'm Jeanette Ma, the Good Vibe Coach, and I am really excited about what you've got in store because I've personally used the principles you're about to engage and have shared them with many other clients with tremendous success. You know, some LOA teachers will tell you that manifesting change in our physical body is the most challenging work of all because we're in our bodies 24-7. So shifting our vibration when we're always in and experiencing this reality <laughs> Well, that takes some skills. <laughs> but guess what? It's not nearly as hard as you might think. And those are the skills we're going to develop right here in this course. Because this whole manifesting change in the body thing is actually easier than you might guess. The system is pretty forgiving. Meaning we don't have to get the vibration 100% right. Or even 90%. <laughs> Shoot, if you're just even 51% on target and 49% off, you're still going to get results. So I feel like this gig is kind of foolproof <laughs> as long as you engage what we're covering in this course, right? It's going to be really hard to screw it up if you do this work. And I predict you're going to be delighted, maybe even amazed at what starts to shift for you as we begin our work together. But you do need to do the work. You're not off the hook just because you bought into this course and are listening to the material. You will have homework to engage, and it's doing that work that makes the difference, not listening to me. I'm not the magic part. <laughs> it's you doing the work that gets you the results. You know, knowledge without implementation is useless. So I don't want these things that I'm sharing here to just be ideas that live in your head. I want you to put them to work. That's where your magic is. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I want you to get full benefit from this material. I want you to feel your power as a conscious creator. And I want you to experience your body as a reliable and even enjoyable partner in life. And, and for you to know it as the miracle of physicality and beauty that it is. I want you to embrace what it is to be you in physical form. Fully you. In all your perfect glory right here, right now. Goosebumps again. <laughs> I really love what we're up to, and I'm so glad you're joining me for this. I can hardly wait for us to start, but before we do, let me first give you a quick outline of what's coming up and how to get the most out of this course. All right, so in the this first module, which we're doing today, we're going to get clear about what works, what doesn't, and why. I'm going to ask you to set your intentions for the course and give you a little bit of homework before you engage the next module. And I'll give you plenty of time to do that. So you'll have plenty of time to listen to today's recording and do your homework before I ask you to continue to the next installment because we're not in a race here. <laughs> I want you to have plenty of time to work with the ideas from each installment because it's in that process that you're going to create a new default vibration, one that allows your body to thrive optimally and naturally. And that doesn't necessarily happen overnight. Look, for some people it does, but for most of us, it takes some work. 
It's something that calls for repetition and consistency. So buckle up, <laughs> because this isn't going to be a flash-in-the-pan kind of experience. We're going to get some good time in together with these ideas and practices. The upcoming installments will be focused on the three overall skills that are essential to having a positive experience with your physical self. That's the listening skills, instructing skills, and loving skills. But first, we're starting with the layout of the system to create a good foundation for engaging the work that follows. You will get the Q&A discussions after each installment, but also use your email privileges to write me with any thoughts or questions that come up for you. I would suggest also getting a notebook or a journal to take notes throughout the course because you're going to have insights and ideas as you go through this material and perhaps some questions, so it would be good to have a place to jot all that down right from the start. And if you're like me, you'll use any excuse to pick up a new journal. <laughs> but seriously, your inner guidance is going to be chiming in throughout this course, and those thoughts are too helpful, too powerful to let them disappear into the ethers. So plan on capturing them as we go. Plus, that'll be a better way to create notes from the course material. Rather than relying on my summaries, you'll have your own customized insights to refer back to. All right, let's dive into today's subject and get clear on what works, what doesn't, and why. Okay, so let's get clear about what we've been doing that doesn't work, about what works way better, and why. I want to start this discussion off with the reflection of a couple of the most common habits people have that sabotage their physical health and well-being. You might recognize some of these, if not in yourself, in others. <laughs> Let's start with our expectations. Most people have been trained to expect problems or decline in their bodies and their physical health for one reason or another, whether it's attributed to genetics or aging or their livelihood, or gender, lots of people expect to experience things that they don't actually want with their bodies. Aches and pains, PMS, illness, disease, weight gain, you name it. <laughs> a lot of people have an unhelpful expectation of it. And most of those unhelpful thoughts go unchecked, or even reinforced by others, <laughs> many of whom have an MD after their name. <laughs> And I'll say this, even those of us who are well aware of who we really are, what we're capable of, and how the system really works, we sometimes still plug into those unhelpful thoughts and expectations. So muggles don't hold the market on those negative expectations necessarily. Second common habit, focusing on the problems. Another habit we see in the mainstream and in some of our own selves is to hone in on problems as if that were the way to solve them. If that were true, how cool would that be? Think of all the diseases that would be eradicated by now. So much illness, getting so much attention, and yet, not so much progress on eliminating them. It's kind of like the war on drugs, right? Like, it just gets bigger and more out of control the more they try to get rid of it. And we do this focusing on problems routine in two ways. One is by giving lots of attention to our own health issues, uh, and then number two, we're doing the same thing with just disease and illness in general for others, right? Because even when we're not purposely looking for it, that stuff gets on our radar. It's in the news. It's in our coworkers' conversations at work. It's a lot of times it's how the family checks in with each other, you know, a litany of what's wrong physically. It's in the reminders we get about how important it is to get our disease screening and annual checkups. 
it's right in our face when our friends and loved ones are dealing with it personally. So there's a lot of attention that gets placed on the physical problems. <laughs> but that focus isn't how things actually get resolved. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a bit, but let's finish our list of habits that don't serve us so well. Number three, trying to fix problems. <laughs> so it's not bad enough that we're on constant lookout for problems, but once we find them, and you can't help but find whatever you're looking for, that's law of attraction dictates that. But once we find the problems, then we try to fix them. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you know, a lot of people, that would sound perfectly appropriate and sensible, right? But anyone who understands vibration and energy and our creative power, ooh, I just got goosebumps again, they know that we can't ever fix a problem. Because once we're focused on a problem, we don't get solutions. We get solutions when we're dialed on solutions, not problems. It's pretty basic stuff. But you'd be amazed how many people don't get it or practice it. It kind of reminds me of that Cherokee tale about the two wolves that live inside each of us. And the one that wins is whichever one we feed. <laughs> right? Feeding problems is not how we create solutions and well-being. <laughs> and yet, that's where so many people... Hey, look, I've done it myself. I know how easy it is to do, and I know this stuff. <laughs> All right, here's another common, unhelpful habit that many people engage. That is judging, comparing, and criticizing. That's a big category. It encompasses a lot of unhelpful vibrations. And that's because most of us are immersed in a culture designed to make us feel wrong or not enough in some way. Right? Like they've got surgeries to fix our body parts that aren't good enough. They've got treatments to get rid of our wrinkles and diets to fix our weight and clothes and makeup and shampoo to make us beautiful. A lot of that is economically driven, you know, to sell us stuff to make us better. But some of it we perpetuate ourselves when we judge and compare others. No one comes out ahead when we do that, even when we think we're on the favorable end of a comparison. I actually think the worst habit by far is when we criticize and judge our own bodies. That's a very low vibration and about the worst instruction you could give yourself. And that's what a judgment is. It's an instruction to your body to fail. We can do way better than that. Here's why those common habits don't lead to ideal health and well-being. Our bodies are not just machines that need tweaking or replacement parts when something is off. Our bodies are energy. Everything is energy. Everything that exists is energy, including our thoughts and our bodies. And our bodies respond to the energetic instructions that we give them. Lots of people don't know we're giving um, our energetic bodies marching orders based on whatever it is we're vibrating, but we are nonetheless. You've heard of the observer effect, that a person's consciousness literally alters the makeup of the atoms around them based on how they focus? Right? And you've heard of the placebo effect, where our expectations affect what happens in our manifested reality. That's science-based stuff, proving there's more going on than we realize when we just approach our body as if it's something that can be manipulated physically. Right? If we don't address the energy that's flowing, we're missing the most important piece of the puzzle. Because the truth is, our bodies are designed for self-healing. 
They don't require external intervention in order to thrive. And I'm not saying that outside help isn't often a part of our restoration and rejuvenation, but it isn't required. Our bodies know what to do. They know what they need, and they will tell us. <laughs> a lot of times, what they need from us is simply to get out of their way and let the healing happen. In fact, we all have self-healing codes that have already been activated. We just aren't used to using them. But your body knows what to do. It's wired to thrive. It's programmed to succeed. We just have to let it do its thing. And we have to realize that it knows better than we think we do or better than anyone else thinks they do, thinks that they know. Our body knows best. Here's what works way better than the typical routine of expecting a problem and worrying about it and noticing it and trying to fix it through conventional approaches. What works way better for creating change in our body is to, number one, Find the vibration of what we want. That means redirecting our attention off of the problem and onto the solution or the desired result. Number two, activate that vibration, which means feel now how you would feel then. The third thing is then to honor whatever inspiration comes up. That just means do whatever feels best to you. It's pretty simple, right? We get the energy lined up first, and then we listen for whatever our body wants us to do to aid its full state of optimization and well-being, and that's it. The reason that's so effective is because we live in an energetically-based universe, which means we get what we vibrate. So if you aren't paying attention to your vibration, your actions are going to deliver spotty and unreliable results. That's why diets, they're not across-the-board effective. It's why some people thrive in the same conditions that make others sick. It's why some cancers come back after being cut out or burned out or poisoned away because the tumor wasn't the problem. It's the vibrational source that we want to address. The symptoms, whatever they are, weight gain, headaches, pain, tumors, whatever, they, they're cluing us in to something that's off vibrationally. But trying to eliminate the symptom without addressing the vibration is not going to work. <laughs> not reliably, anyway. What does work reliably is what we're up to in this course. And I know that that can be easier said than done, to stop focusing on a health issue and to stop worrying about what might happen and to be able to feel good while our body is still showing signs of what we don't want. But those are the skills we're going to practice and master in this course. I'm really excited for you to start creating new habits that serve you while leaving behind these old ones that don't. But before we get to that, here's what I'd like you to do next. Number one, set your intention. Your homework for this Getting Clear module is to get clear about what you want. So I'm asking you to think about, maybe even better, dream about what you'd like to experience in this course. What would you like your body to do for you? How would you love to feel in it? What sort of physical results would delight and amaze you? Ooh, won't that be fun to contemplate? I'd love for you to get a couple of those things in mind. Or even better, get them in writing in your journal. And I don't want you to make this piece of the homework too big a deal because all our best magic unfolds when we're light and easy and maybe even a little bit casual with it, right? But I do want you to get yourself pointed in the right direction by focusing on what you'd like to experience here. And if you find yourself saying something like, well, I'd love to get rid of that thing that's been bothering me, I'm going to ask you to reframe it to what you would love to have or experience, not what you want to eliminate. Right? If you know what you don't want, it's easy to just flip it around to what you do want. So 
Instead of saying, well, I'd love to lose this baby weight. Maybe it's the opposite of that. I'd love to feel sexy again. Right? We're looking at the do want, not the don't want. Instead of, I just want to get rid of this insomnia. Maybe it's, I'd love to have a full night's sleep again. Or even better, I want to be a great sleeper. I want to wake up refreshed and rejuvenated and excited to start the day. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a person who's experienced insomnia? I have a lot of words for the other side of that. Maybe instead of, I want to clear up this acne, it could be, I want healthy, clear skin. Or, I just want to feel good about how I look. Right? Can, you're getting the hang of what I'm talking about here. We're learning to focus on positive outcomes rather than on the unwanted issues or problems. Some of you may be wondering a couple of things about how to set your intentions. Um, let me take a stab at answering some of those for you. All right, so I would imagine you might be wondering, okay, can I, do I just set one intention or can I have more than one? All right, there's no limit to how many intentions you set and what results you manifest here. I will say there is something to be said for focusing on one goal. That power of focus is pretty magical. But I personally, I'm a fan of giving universe a couple of things to play with at once. <laughs> it kind of helps me not get too wrapped up about any one thing when I have a couple of balls in the air, if you know what I mean. But the answer here is trust your intuition to guide you best. You can always repeat this course material with a different intention each time. So that's one way you could get a, a lot of things covered. Uh, you might also be wondering... Okay, should I share my intention with others or keep it to myself? This is another one you want to trust your intuition on. A lot of LOA teachers say that it's way more powerful to keep it to yourself until you're on your way to manifesting it in 3D reality. And others will say the opposite. They'll say this, letting someone else in on this gig is what helps make it more real and it furthers it along faster. I have actually found both of those things to be true, depending on the situation and my vibration about it. So that's why I want you to trust your gut on this. And that includes on whether or not you share it with me. Although if there's anyone who can hold the space of believing in your happy results, it's me. I got my hand raised. <laughs> there aren't too many people who are as good at this as I am. Um, but yeah, trust yourself whether to keep it to yourself or to share it. Okay, some of you might also be wondering, how specific can my intention be? Or how big, how outlandish can it be? Or how fast can I expect something to happen? Like, can I intend to drop 25 pounds or to be free of a certain disease? Can I intend to change my height or my eye color? I've even had people ask me, can I change my gender? Um, or some, you might be wondering, does it have to be something that happens in the time frame of this course? I get the same answer to all of those questions. You're only limited by what you believe is possible. So I would start practicing that stretch right now to include whatever you want to experience. And I will say that whereas we might think we want something specific to change in our bodies, what we really want is however we think that's going to make us feel. Since that feeling target is our true goal, I think that's worth focusing on above and beyond the specific physical results. And I'm a fan of specific physical results. So there's one thing I will ask you to include in your intention. Whatever it is you'd like to see shift in your physical body, whether it's weight or pain, injuries, illness, disease, flexibility, strength, your energy level, whatever, I would invite you to consider how it will feel to you emotionally when that manifests. Whatever that feeling is, please include it in your intentions. Right? To, I want you to in, include an intention to find your way to that feeling state. For example, if what I want is to be free of shoulder pain, 
When I imagine how that will feel, I imagine relief. If what I want is to reverse hair loss and have thick, full hair again, when I imagine that, it feels beautiful. (laughs) Okay, that's not an emotion. (laughs) That was an adjective, but that's what came up. So that's what I would include in an intention for, right? To feel relief about my physical state of health or to feel beautiful about my body. I hope that makes sense. Shoot me an email, though, if you have questions. All right, so that's your first piece of homework. Set your intention. The next thing I want to ask you to do is to assemble your magic. Right? In addition to setting your intention for our time together, I also want you to call in your higher power, whatever that is for you. A lot of us have a tendency to roll solo in creating what we want, when the fact is we have so many unseen helpers standing by, goosebumps again, you guys, ready to assist us. So now is the time to cue them. <laughs> Call in your favorite angels, guides, helpers, whatever whatever you call it, however you think about it, whatever your relationship is, call it or them in whatever way you like to. When I was calling in help for creating this course, I invited all sorts of magic to play. <laughs> I invoked snake medicine to help us shed what no longer serves us. Butterfly medicine to help our physical and emotional transformations unfold. I called in Venus (laughs) to help us own our power and beauty. And Mercury to help me deliver the messages effectively. I called in, uh, I used obsidian for grounding in our physical temple and being of highest service to it, to our bodies. And crystal quartz for clarity and divine assistance of the highest power. Amethyst and rose quartz also got invited in as well. They are super cool magic for what we're doing in this course. Hey, I invited Jesus and Buddha for literal physical miracles. <laughs> and um, Beatrix and Flo, I called them in to help me deliver my very best. You may not know them, but they're my BFFs on the other side. I called in angels and guides and helpers and all of our higher selves to lead us to our highest good. And all of this was blessed by my favorite magical feline, Elvis. I called my help in in a variety of ways. I used essential oils. I did short meditations with the crystals. I spoke out loud to the animal totems. I talked to Jesus and Buddha like they were friends on speed dial. And Elvis, he sprawled across all my notes while I was putting this course together. So that's how his manifesting mojo got in on it. My point being, there's no right or wrong way to go about this. It doesn't have to be formal. Let it be fun. But your team helpers will hear you however you call them. Just even writing it in your notebook as whatever divine energy you're calling in, that can get the job done. And you do not need a list as long as mine. I went all out because I'm holding some very strong energies for all of us. But yours does not have to be as elaborate. Simple is powerful too. So just call on whomever you'd like to call on for help. Let them in on this gig and we'll all have a much better time for it. So that's your first assignment. Set your intention. Gather your team. But for extra credit. I just got goosebumps thinking about this. (laughs) Goosebumps are my chill of truth. That's how I know I'm resonating with source, right? um, That means, yeah, this this is right. This is good. This is true. Goosebumps are a good sign for me. And I often interrupt myself to report them. Okay, um... For extra credit, which I highly recommend this, this is a super powerful practice. I'd love for you to imagine what you would love to be saying about what happened for you as a result of this course. Okay, I've already done some imagining along those lines. Things like, you won't believe what happened. (laughs) This changes everything. I'm imagining someone writing saying, I am stunned at how easy and fast it happened. 
I, I got a long, long, long list of what I was imagining for you to say at the end of this or even during the course. But what I've noticed is that your real-life manifestations are often even better than what I imagined you saying myself, so have fun with it. <laughs> it's a really powerful way to point yourself in the right direction. All right, I will see you in the next installment where we start mastering our new body love habits. Thanks for listening.